Hello and welcome to the 7-Minute Mustard Seed Leadership Podcast, where we believe that even small kingdom leadership truths can make a substantial difference in our lives and leadership. For the notes, please go to outlookchurch.co.za forward slash mustard seed for the free downloads. If you find this content helpful, then please consider subscribing, rating, and reviewing this on whichever podcast platform you use, as this makes it easier for others to find. And if it's helpful to you, why not share it and discuss it with your leadership teams? Now, here is this week's episode. Hello everybody, Brent here, and welcome to your weekly 7-Minute Leadership Mustard Seed. And we are on week number two of a 12-part series called Building on Biblical Values. Why is it so important? Well, in 1 Corinthians 3, verses 10 to 13, Paul said this. He says, because of God's grace to me, I've laid the foundation like an expert builder. Now, others are building on it, but whoever is building on this foundation must be very careful. That speaks to you and I as uh, leaders in the church, whether you are the leader or part of an eldership team or one of the deacons or leaders in training. If we are helping co-labor with Jesus to build the church, then the Bible says we have to be very careful how we build. Verse 11 says, For no one can lay any foundation other than the one uh, we already have, Jesus Christ. Anyone who builds on that foundation may use a variety of materials, gold, silver, jewels, wood, hay, or straw. But on the judgment day, fire will reveal what kind of work each builder has done. The fire will show if a person's work has any value. Now, what that tells me is as we build a church, whether we preaching God's word or our good ideas, whether we're using uh, an inspiration from the Holy Spirit or we're borrowing a sermon from a friend, the day of judgment will reveal the quality. Are we building in love with anointing according to God's word or are we just doing our own thing? God will judge not the quantity but the quality of our building. So, Here's the big idea. As co-laborers with Christ, we need to build the church on a revelation of Christ by the Holy Spirit in obedience to His Word with love. So that's why we're looking at these 12 biblical values coming straight out of Scripture because I believe they're super helpful. Certainly they have been for me over the last 20 years in helping to direct the way in which the culture, the values, and the direction of the church is built. So how are we going to use these values? One, you've got to own them by revelation. And there's no good trying to teach them until you own them. And I've been fortunate for the last 20 years. I've been learning these values and internalizing them. And now I've got faith for them. And I would encourage you, are they part of what you believe? First, own them by revelation. Number two, you've got to model them through your example. Remember that as a leader. Our example is our most powerful leadership tool. People will follow what they see, what they catch from you. Not what you say, but from what you live. So then we've got to model them. And number three, we've got to multiply them by talking, talking, talking. Weaving them into our sermons, into our leadership training, into our counseling, into our encouragement. We've got to talk about them often. So let's jump into it. Uh, Number two, value number two, the Bible plus nothing, the Bible minus nothing. In other words, we want to be Bible people building on God's Word. What does this value mean? Well, it means that we intentionally prioritize the Word of God as the highest authority in the church. We go uh, absolutely 
passionate about people wanting to see the word of God is their authority, not my ideas, not my plans, but God's word. Now, you might say, isn't that obvious? Well, actually, there's many other things in the church that compete for highest priority. Let me give you four, four Ps. Well, one of them is the past voice or the tradition. Have you ever heard that? No, no, we've always done it like this in the church. As if tradition carries some kind of authority, which sometimes supersedes the word of God. In fact, Jesus challenged the Pharisees in exactly this point in Matthew chapter 15, verse 3. Jesus replied, and why do you break the command of God for the sake of your tradition? Why are you doing what you're doing in your church? Are you doing it because God's word says so, or because you've always done it that way. Sometimes the voice of the past, tradition, can subtly become a higher authority than God's word. It could be number two, the pastor's voice, acting like a, some kind of super pope type leader where you believe your voice has now become higher than the word of God. That is dangerous territory. All of us need to be submitted to God's word. Sometimes it's the people's voice. That spirit of democracy where if everyone wants it, it must be right. That's dangerous because sometimes what God wants is different to what the people want. Or sometimes it could be the pragmatic or the worldly wisdom voice. We do this because it works, because it seems right as opposed to is it in God's word or not. So why is this so important? Well, because the strength of the church is in its commitment to living out the word of God. It's so important because the storms will come. The church will be tested. What we build will be shaken and only that which is built on God's word will stand. In fact, Jesus told that parable, remember in Matthew chapter 7 verses 24 and 25, he said, therefore everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose and the winds blew and beat against that house, yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. Even the wise man with a good building still suffered from the storms and so will we. Every church will face times of opposition and shaking, but the church built on the word of God will survive the storms. That's why it's crucial. So what's the vision here? Well, if you get this right, if we get it right, then the church begins to feel secure. We can rest in the confidence that Jesus will hold the church together through the storms. And that is such a crucial thing. In fact, Psalm 119 verses 89, it says, Your word, Lord, is eternal. It stands firm in the heavens. If you want your church to stand secure and steadfast, going through lockdown, going through economic uh, upturns, downturns, if we want to know that the church will survive and stand strong, then we have to build it according to God's word. The Bible plus nothing, the Bible minus nothing, the authority is in the word of God. So here's the question that I'd love you to ponder and maybe discuss with some of your other leaders. What competes with scripture for highest authority in your church. Be honest in a moment's reflection. What truly is the highest authority in your church? So here's a couple of practical things, just suggestions in terms of uh, working this out. One, make the Bible the center of your preaching, not your ideas, not your theories. Make it about the Word of God. Prioritize the Word of God, reading God's Word uh, as you preach. Number two, explain things from the Bible. In other words, when people ask a question, well, why did you do this? Why did you do that? Can you 
take them to the word of God, showing that God's word carries authority. Number three, seek vision and direction from the Bible. That's where we go to for answers. Not the latest book or the latest ideas. Go to God's word and let people hear God's word when you bring direction and ideas. And then use a reading plan or a preaching plan to stretch you into areas of the Bible you avoid. We naturally drift towards those places that we're comfortable with. Use a plan, go wide, get into the word of God and build securely on that. Well, may the Lord bless you. I hope that helps and I can't wait for next week. Value number three. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Remember, if you'd like the notes that come along with this episode or any one of our past episodes, you can visit outlookchurch.co.za forward slash mustard seed leadership where you can see all our past episodes, all the resources and notes that go along with this. Until next time, keep growing.